I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. And hello, welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. I am your host, Shane Brennan, joined as always by my colleague Aaron Chalk. I forgot your name there for a second, Aaron. <laughs> Thanks, Shane. Uh, always How's pleasure. it going? How are we? Always good. You, you have that post-holiday brain at the minute where you forget your passwords to log in, you forget everything, and now you're back with a bang. Yeah, do you know what's funny actually happened to me this morning was, whereas traditionally you'd forget your own passwords, for some reason all my logins for like logged themselves out. There's yeah, luckily. <laughs> yeah, but like I wonder if there's like a, a weak failsafe if you're not logged into something for a week it just logs yourself out or something but i was like what is this i hope my i hope i have saved the right password for all of these (laughs) all of these (laughs) logins otherwise i'm up shit's creek here it's gonna be a very long first day back (laughs) so um thanks for stopping in everyone great to have you in another episode of i love this ad i love that ad um we are going to talk about ga ads today because it is the season yeah. It is the season. It's starting to get a bit crazy up in here. Um, I think, obviously, uh, a, a big, a big scalp was taken at the weekend. Do you know what I mean? Uh, when Offaly won the. Oh, oh wait, wait. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, the Offaly under twenties. The Offaly uh, beating the Rossies. You know, it was a big, big, big day. day, big day, big day. Um, so yeah, how, God bless him. How she are how are you? Uh, how are you feeling? How's the little? How's the old ticker? Well, as as. Uh, as listeners might be able to notice, my voice is a few octaves lower than it typically is uh, of a Monday morning. Uh, and that's from a combination of screaming, crying and celebrating. Um, but yeah, quite a tame Saturday night. Quite a t- as they go. <laughs> <laughs> as uh, they no, go. It was great. I, I won't bore everyone with my uh, with my love for, for, for male football, but it was, a, it, was, it was a great occasion and a great, a great joyous occasion. They don't come around too often in life, so when they do... We relish them, and the future is the future. It is what it is. That there'll be many a, many a sentence written and talked about of it. But uh, I'm just happy for where we are at the moment. Yeah, and it's great to see Dublin being beat, like curing Tyrone of COVID. That's great to see yeah. as well. Like that's been the most impressive. T Bone O'Hulahan would want yeah. to get looking into that. To Tony see would need to go. That. Okay, so with Dublin lose, we can cure a whole panel of people of COVID nineteen. <laughs> Maybe yeah. this could be a way around the vaccine. I don't know, but it's uh, it's it's definitely great to see them rise from the dead, like the Undertaker in WWE. Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing, and I'm just delighted for for Tyrone that they are back, better and healthy now. You know, whatever the miraculous miraculous recovery source yeah. that McCrovey was. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely something in the water up there. Mm. Um, uh, and then uh, so I think we will. Like obviously it's the season, so we have. I know there's been a lot of pushback dates and stuff. So I think the the other semi final um, is on the 28th of August now, and then the final is going to be on the 11th as opposed to the fourth because yeah. Kerry aren't getting the walkover. So with that, given that it's going to get to to craziness, um, kind of fever pitch time. Forgive the pun, fever pitch. See what I did there. Um, we thought it would be a good time for us to um, look at like, and because obviously the hurling and you have the ladies and you have that that was genuinely a great win from Offaly at the weekend. A huge, mm. huge. Um, was it nineteen ninety eight or nineteen eighty eight? Was the last time they won? Any, yeah, any, not, not up to scratch on my yeah. Offaly. Uh, did you not live in Tullamore for quite a while? I did, yeah. But I, I, I was actually looking at, at at my time in Tullamore. I was like, great, O'Connor Park is literally five minutes walk down the road, and then COVID hit, so. Not a drop of uh, 
after GAA did I get to, to ingest while I was there. And then we have obviously the the, the ladies football, you have the um, Dublin and Meath, because obviously Dublin did get a win on Saturday and uh, when they bet the Mayo ladies. So uh, Dublin Meath on the 5th of September as well. So that's going to be a cracker. Real real old rivalries uh, rearing their head there between Dublin and Meath. Uh, serious um, serious performance by Meath now with the last two the Meath ladies like coming up from intermediate yeah. last year, I think it was, and, and into the senior final. That's that's unbelievable. We, we did a project recently with Summerhill uh, Ladies Club in Meath and just the passion that they have behind it and seeing it grow and them like just just loving every and giving every last percentage they can from you know the people involved in the clubs right through to the players it's just it's great to see it actually yeah. translating onto the actual uh onto the pitch and actually onto the to, to the rankings you and, know getting to the final and they adore their football in me <laughs> like it's a it's the same as yourself in mayo you know you don't really play much of the old hurl and much of the small ball so big ball big ball matters you do play and a bit uh, Mayo th- this year uh, won the, was the Nicky Rackard Cup in Crow Park so um, Keith Higgins was able to win an All-Ireland medal in Crow Park and lift, it, lift a Hogan so delighted for him for that yeah fair play to him <laughs> um, and then uh, right so I guess we'll kick straight into it will we yes so this week's topic is just GAA GAA yeah Lovely. no we're just doing GAA given what's going on um, I hope you knew that before we got on the podcast. <laughs> I just I just happened to have a GA related ad uh, this week. <laughs> um, okay, so do you wanna do you wanna set up set up what we're gonna watch? I do. So this is this is an old ad for uh, a TV show uh, running on TG Car um, that uh, is always still would be as as, a, as one of the funniest ads I've I've ever come across. And so let's just play it, and then um, we will uh, we will then talk about it. Great, cool. You're ridiculous, Tom. You know, non stockings. The boots as well. Yes. Don't forget the headgear. I'm only doing this because it's your birthday, you know. I've never seen you looking so lovely as you did tonight. What the flying fuck was that? (laughs) (laughs) He was me expecting some epic fucking mayo lord and fucking <laughs> and i get some type of fetish for, from an irish channel sponsored by nokia <laughs> so that is a that is an early naughties show uh on that was run on tg car called passion fashion uh, okay. and uh, maybe not uh, a lot of the listeners didn't grow up just with three channels uh like like i did but passion fashion was a show where it was basically a dating show run through fashion where you would have uh, one lovely Colleen uh, and three Bukles and the... Was it Runas Gaelga? It's Runas Gaelga. Uh, it looks like it's all shot in Galway or Carrick and Shannon or somewhere like that. Uh, I think they actually move around to the regional, regional towns okay. and the lads would uh, pick an outfit for the girl and then the girl would then try on the three different outfits and pick who she wants to go on a Holy date Holy shit, with. this is a TV show now in the UK. Like um, now, currently running. Neve watched it the odd time. Well, it could. they probably bought the format from them because I think MTV bought uh, yeah. bought it from, from TG Cahar uh, years ago. So whether they're making versions of it, I don't know. All I know is the original. Uh, the OG. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> fashion, OG fashion. the OG. The <laughs> OG. And uh, it was a great show. And some of the hack of some of the outfits that the lads have put together 
Um, it's just it's just a, country lads, like do you know what I mean. And was it always players? lads on girls, or did they? Flip oh, it, well, from from my recollection, anyways, it always was, and some of the outfits. That's way funnier. Farming lads pretty. dressing women is way funnier. Pure. Um, they came up with. They had some great dating shows. They had another one that came out after Passion Fashion, like a couple of years later, called uh, Puck My Ride or something like that, where it was <laughs> girls picked to go on a date based based on, on the fellow's car. Yeah. That's yeah, so you had all the civics done up and all this kind of stuff. Uh, pure, pure country. It was brilliant. Yeah. But um, that, that they ran amazing campaigns. Uh, probably uh, some ads that uh, you couldn't run in, in this day and age. But it was all based on the premise of girls dressed by boys. Uh, and I love that one because obviously there's a sleight of hand with the camera that you don't know that she's dressing up in GA gear mixed with the copy. But it's it's the acting from the girl at the end. She goes, I'm only doing this because it's your birthday, you know, and just the look of shame in, in her eyes is I just thought it was, it was absolutely perfectly executed. There's two things for me. There's one, it's the slight of copy and editing where when she's zipping up, because you don't know what's going on, right? And then you're like, oh, maybe it's it's obviously something to do with sex because he's on the bed and he's she's getting dressed, right? And she's not happy about it or whatever. And then she zips up the leather boot and then he says headgear. So I'm like, gimp mask? Where are they going with this? I was like, what the fuck is this? Um, and two, it reminds me, is it that scene in, is it Scary Movie? Where your man makes his girlfriend dress up as an American football player? <laughs> in full gear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what just pops into my head. I'm like, that's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, um, so that that was done by I believe uh, publicists. They had a they did a lot of stellar work for TG Cahar uh, yeah. over the years, um, over the the noughties, and they this is one of their their campaigns that really uh, stood out there. I think there was there was print executions where there is uh, like quite risque. Uh, they really kind of were pushing the boundaries back then. I think there's a print ad. We must try and find it where there's uh, a teacher writing on a blackboard, but she's in complete schoolgirl kind of uniform uh literally kind of takes that genre of the girls dressed by boys and kind of pushes it to the edge so tg Cahar is a brand not afraid to to go for it and not just in this campaign but you can see it in in, in all the rest mm. we've we've this is the second time we've actually featured tg Cahar in 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 because mark delaney from MediaWorks had a mm -hmm. great example of the of the, the, the signatories of the proclamation uh that that documentary so it kind of they're a great brand to really go for it and and they're always ones that, that kind of try to defy expectations when they're they're coming out with stuff so uh i thought it was a good example that's ga related yeah in a very tenuous yeah. way a very tenuous way but sure look it's nice it's nice to surprise the listeners and viewers and me with um, <laughs> some random stuff but no it's 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 good now obviously for you 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 did watch the show Yes, yeah, yeah. Did you yeah, ever exactly. try and be on the show? Or? No, I didn't. I didn't. No, no. no what no. year is it? Like it would have been early for that now. Uh, early nineties, two thousand six, two thousand seven. Height uh, of it. Height time. of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Great Boom Boom City. Uh, yeah. Great. No, that's it, yeah. I, I'm, I can honestly say I've never seen that before, and uh, that was not what I was expecting you to show. <laughs> 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 okay. Cool. Um, Okay, we'll move on to my one then. So uh, the one I'm going to show you is from 2016. Um, it's uh, Lidl uh, when they took over spon sponsoring the ladies Gaelic football. 
Um, it's some for me. We, we were lucky enough at the time we were working in MediaWorks on Little Media um, around that time. Uh, you in particular, and just I remember the buzz around the this sponsorship and this partnership kind of taking off, and just in the office and people talking about it and stuff like that. And it was really cool to see this happen and then to see this bit of creative by uh, by chemistry. Um, it's just I, I love it. I love it. I, I when we talked about this, I was like, okay. I think I know what I want to watch, but I was between two or three pieces, and then I put them all on to see which one gave me goosebumps, and this one did. So I was like, "This is the one I really love." Amazing. So let's let's lash it up for anyone who's, who's not seen it. It's the same rain that soaks and winds that bite. A win is a win, and a loss is like nothing else. Yeah, no, it's it's look, it's it's done so well, and it's it's done in a way that's just really champions mm-hmm. ladies football as opposed to like in like as opposed to just making it feel like oh it needs extra help or it needs support just because it's women's football and it doesn't get enough attention. It makes like the way it's shot and the way the copy is. You're like yeah, like I can feel that, like it's the I can feel the cold, I can feel the mud. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean from like not even kicking football from playing rugby so like for me it just resonates I'm like I, I feel every every bit of this you know what I mean and I think that's what they're trying to get across with the actual campaign itself is it's the same do you know what I mean women's sport it's it's the same it's it's the same wind it's the same mud it's the same a loss is a lot that one when it cuts the, to the from the jubilant changing room to the quiet changing room is the one I absolutely adore or the anger when she throws the bottle but it's the yeah. fact that they edit and cut her shouting almost like she's shouting at the camera to get the fuck out of her way yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just that it's just these little subtle things that like are so so well done and so just picked so well to get across exactly what they're trying to get across like and i remember on this the, the whole i remember the whole sponsorship it wasn't it chemistry who came up with the whole lady ball controversy as well to try mm. and just hype to get people caring about ladies ga to just get them talking about it and um, get them outraged with for anyone who doesn't know essentially what they did was they, they set up a fake campaign that um there was going to be a new pink ball for ladies ga and yeah. it was going to be it was softer and softer and all this and they pushed it out there like as if it was as if it was actually going to happen just to get the outrage going before they launched the tv campaign and people uh-huh. did exactly what the brand thought yeah. they would. They're giving out. We don't they need a after football. If it's we're yeah. well able to play with our own game, don't be so patronized and all that kind of stuff. And it was they got people to, to it up. yeah, they got people to say exactly what they wanted their campaign to say. 
Yeah, do you know exactly. what I mean? So they didn't need to. So half the work was done. I remember that. There was a lot of controversy around that. I remember that in, in the office because obviously around the media. And it's very ner- nerve-wracking too, isn't it? Is, is, is it, is it, is it going to pay Yeah, it's going to land. Like a tough thing for some for chemistry to do with the brand. Like it's um, yeah. that doesn't land. You're in a fucking world of pain. Do you know what I mean? Especially <laughs> for a marquee sponsorship. Yeah. Um, but I just, for me, it's just the quality of it's done so well. All the that tracking shot really where they're tracking just a run from the sideline. I yeah. love that shot. That that shot to me is just class. And the That's profiles the type, are done really well too. Do you know like it's when you watch, well for me, right? So when it's your sport, you know when it looks good or looks bad. So like for me, there's not been a good rugby movie because they haven't figured out how to shoot rugby. Like so Invictus and all, it just doesn't work. The same reason there's not a good rugby um, video game. They just haven't figured out the gameplay and what works for people, right? So, whereas if you look at, like, soccer movies fairly have it down, NFL movies have it down, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's, mm-hmm. they've got it in some places. But this, to me, is the closest I've seen an ad shoot a G- GA in the way that I'm like, oh, that's, that's slick. If you had a movie with fictional characters and they shot the game play this way, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's class. Yeah. You get a sense. It always that reminds like, me that of... That looks like a real game. It, it reminds me of the movie um, Aviator when he makes your man, he's trying to shoot the planes and he ends yeah, up following, spending a year trying to forget the clouds because he needs, so all of these things, when someone shoots a sport wrong, I'm always brought back to Howard Hughes being like, it just doesn't, it just doesn't look right. What are we missing? And uh, this was one of the things for me, I think from a GA point of view or from a football point of view, it was like, that's, that's slick. If you make a movie about football, you get whoever directed this cinematography, you shoot it this way. You know what I mean? Because even that yeah. one where they're in at the goal and there's contact and it's like a steady cam and it moves through and you get the sense of bit the sense of pace. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I just think it's done. It's just done so well and it just did its job. It made me as someone who never and I'd been working on Komogi for quite a while at this stage. I think three, three to four years at this stage. So I I had an interest in Komogi from working with Liberty Insurance, but ladies football, I'd not really had an interest. But when I saw that ad, I was like, oh yeah, okay. I'm going to take more of an interest in this. And ever since, you know what I mean? It's, but Shane, I Shane, think, of where, more. think of where we've come from since that ad launched, okay? That was in 2016. We're now in 2021. So it's, you know, it, it's a good five, five years, and a half yeah. years later. Like, since then, we've had the, thir- the 20 by 20 campaign, which mm-hmm. were one of the, the, the pillar brands as part of that. That's done massive in terms of coverage. The last year alone, you can see the amount of female sporting coverage yeah. just on, like, Top of the hour news report, sports reports. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're 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 getting, you're getting uh your 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 women's results and stuff like that. But it's brilliant to see it. But even brands, how much brands are really like, not clambered, but but really stepped up and trying to support, uh, ladies sports in in a much more visible and tangible way. And even then, from legislation, where this year was the GPA, the funding was secured that. Ladies teams, uh, ladies county teams have to get the exact same funding as yes. men's teams, and so the money starting to follow through as yeah, well. Yeah. So that support is coming. It's brilliant to see, and attendances have been steadily rising for, for they have sports been. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, over the years, both viewerships and actual physical attendance. So it, it's great to see it. And it was only it was only during the week when I was looking at um, I was researching the the, the the female players who have actually gone uh, to to Aussie rules to play professionally mm-hmm. or semi-professionally so Cora Staunton was obviously the first one but it, that was like the levy broke then I think there's 12 or 14 and a lot of them that are in that ad 
Erna. So uh, Sinead Goldrick at the very end. She's mm-hmm. one of them. You have Emma I think Sarah Rose at the Sarah, start there. Sorry, She's no, one no, of them. Sarah. You have like Sebastian Maloney from Tipperary and, and a whole wholesome. So it's great to see it. It's obviously it brings challenges for the the NATO game in terms of you know club games and league games. Uh, when they can't be, but, be here, but that's for, the same but, for the men. The lads have always been able to go to Australia and make money yeah. if they wanted, and the they're, the ladies are damn bloody right they should. Do you yeah, know what I mean? They're world class athletes. An athlete to do that, you know, go so, get paid. I would exactly. not take it away from them, or it would should not negatively impact the lads. Have been able to do it as well. If I had a daughter who played football and she was a high quality, I was like, you go get paid. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? So. I I think uh, I think more power to them, and I think it's great. It's it's really good, and for me as a sports fan, it's just more sports. So I'm happy. Seeing <laughs> seeing see where that ad and remembering when it came out, mm-hmm. and seeing the difference that's in the ecosystem of of ladies sports now, it's 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 pretty cool. And not saying that that the journey's finished at all. There's a lot more to to be done, but no, but it is on the way. trending in the yeah. right direction. Is brilliant. Definitely, like, and I know when we used to work on different campaigns once again particularly for Komogi and every year you'd be hoping for a new record and mm. most years pre-COVID every year on year on year there was a new record attendance yeah. do you know what I mean so like and it's going the same way in football so and, even, and even the the, the non-finals as well like the reason mm-hmm. that seeing that the double header uh, on Saturday was the ladies before the men's was brilliant because that naturally brings yeah, more eyeballs to it who people who've got there early who hadn't been interested or people yeah. purposely going oh no we're going to get there for both matches as opposed to a minor team that mightn't be from your county or whatever but as well like I love double headers like particularly like if you go for the hurling and you get two hurling matches I want like some people think double headers kind of diminish one of the games I don't think they do at all I want to watch as much sport as I can when I've trekked to the stadium so Big if both teams are playing again you're like yes yeah okay mm-hmm. and after the first one it's like one nil to us lads <laughs> you know what i mean it's a bit of crack yeah. um no that's um yeah so that's that's by chemistry 2016 um one of the best um in my opinion ga creatives i've i've ever seen and i i still adore it so yeah um so i think we'll move on now aaron what is your need to know for the week Need to know is is one that's coming down the tracks, being worked on and kind of mentioned a few times throughout the summer. It is the gambling regulations bill that is going before the cabinet, uh, and it is just some of the inclusions that will have a bit of an impact on uh, the gambling advertising sector and uh, as a whole. So the regulation bill is is there's a whole host of different things that are in it to kind of tighten up uh, and make our laws fit for purpose for for gambling, uh, the gambling ecosystem in Ireland. It has a lot of things like um, people who uh, there's like a, reg- a voluntary register for, for people who are uh, addicted to gambling that they can volunteer their, their details, their bank details and stuff like that to, to help them. There's but the main thing, though, is there's there's uh, an, uh, an statement of a Tsar, T-S-A-R, like the Russian Russian emperor. Russian Tsar, that yeah. name. Uh, and that that person is going to be appointed in September. They will basically be. The, the the main regulator uh, around the gambling ecosystem and they'll have a uh, supported by a hundred hundred staff all experts in in, in gambling fraud uh, mental health so a number of different services coming in under it but mm-hmm. one of the things that will impact from a marketing and advertising point of view is they will take the they will take the charter away from the remit 
uh, away from the BAI in terms of gambling ads uh, and put it right. within within this new um, SAR and and their their support and staff. Uh, means there's no special offers uh, going to be allowed included uh, and a whole host of other uh, little things. In communications, so, you can have special offers probably, yeah, because you can't stop them, I guess, from offering special offers, but they won't be allowed to draw people in with special offers. I don't know the details. And how would you it, reckon, and sorry now, this is more me going off yeah. the piece here now, how do you reckon would that affect the National Lotto? Uh, yeah, it absolutely would. It would affect okay. it would affect anyone who has some sort of lottery. Uh, yeah, just from a special, anything. you know what I mean. I'm thinking big jackpots and like oh, is yeah, that going to lotto's right there with even. Okay. It probably will even come down to local GA club or, or yeah, draws raffles, draws, and anything stuff. to do with that. Um, I never you know, thought of that. Uh, so it could even. What come about down the house giveaways? Could yeah, could have that, an impact on that. Technically, it, that's a raffle, isn't it? That's but even even the likes of um of 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 branded promotions where you're collecting things or stuff like that to win, they mm. need temporary gambling license as well. So it could have an impact on those. So, oh God, this is uh, gonna be. <laughs> it'd be interesting to see yeah, what what, it'd be what very happens. Interesting. Cause, it's cause cool. The bill Look. has the bill hasn't passed yet, so it's still yeah. uh, going before cabinet. So. Um, it, it, these are the changes that we'll more yeah, than yeah, likely yeah. see over the next couple of months. So if you're in that ecosystem or a brand that does mm. those type of offers that need those temporary licenses, these are it's just one thing to to keep aware of and and, and be be cognizant of. Yeah, and uh, the language they're using seems to be quickly, as well. Mm. You know, and normally they're kicking off a lot of things down the road because I know there's a, there's a lot of politicians pushing this at the minute. So I guess watch this space. No, definitely yeah. a good need to know. Um, one that when you open the Pandora's box, you'll realize probably how many things fall into that. Yeah. Um, that remit, Definitely. which is uh, which is crazy. Okay, cool. I guess we will leave it there. Um, thanks so much, everyone, for listening or watching. If you want to look at the um, the archives, you can always go on to workwithfo.ie. Um, they're all up there. And if you want to hit us a comment or you want to chat about what your favorite ad is. Uh, let us know and uh, if not we will see you next time